0: It's a party in my pants, 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 Christmas pants. party in my pants. Jingle, 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 jingle. Hey. Uh,
1: hey, hey, jingle, jingle, Hey, what's your
0: favorite Christmas song?
1: My favorite Christmas song is uh, probably Sleigh Ride. Ooh. And I will say there's uh, two versions of Sleigh Ride. My favorite is that it's pretty traditional and then like the original version of it. And then it gets real jazzy and then it ends with a, like a, like a horse whinny on a trumpet. Wait, um, so you're talking about the original one? Yeah, or no, talking like, about like the... the original, we'll get to Barbara in a second. Because oh. that's definitive to me, but, um, as a band nerd, uh, it, the coveted uh horse solo at the end was like v- like very oh, highly oh. Sought after. yep yep um and that's done with the trumpet and you hold the valves down a little bit and you kind of like whinny um and one year like i actually got it in band and i just i felt like you uh, got the I, solo i felt like i had like peaked like that was it you I got, got the solo. solo i get the solo oh. but but barbara streisand Singing "Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell," I mean, is is bell, awesome. Jingle. And then probably my favorite is Go on. Go on. when, and then we got Go upset. Up, and then she goes Absat? and you hear this boom mm. like this timpani it's just my favorite so.
0: uh everyone everyone so sorry David But there's interrupt. so many. we're options. gonna get back to this uh, oh yeah uh, just we gotta real tell quick, them what we're doing because we're, doing, we're <laughs> just talking right now we're giving you a little mini-sode honey here we a are a holiday
1: a holiday hotness a little ho- holiday hotness here we are
0: Ooh, a little mini-sode s- of keep sensual. on cooking uh basically it's gonna be like my uh top 10 books that I might gift to people uh if, if I Ooh, wanted a to give a, co- a vegan Excuse cookbook me. away <laughs> I'm Dustin Harder, and this is Keep On Cooking. We're going to talk a little bit about Christmas first because yeah, we which, love
1: Christmas. We do. What's your favorite Christmas?
0: Well, but wait, I want to get back to you being a band. What why? instrument? Tell everyone what instrument
1: you were playing. I played the trumpet.
0: And did you have to compete for this spot then in this solo?
1: Well, yes. And I, I'm very. We've talked about this. I'm very competitive. Well, that's exactly why I'm asking. But I'm, I'm for as far as like an instrument goes, like I wasn't. I was disciplined, but like to a point. Like my friend Laura, she like practiced for like hours upon end and I was like "Eh, maybe I'll practice an hour and then I'll like I don't know play video games or or watch a movie but um so I was only so competitive within that because like I I was up against like two females that were like so good and were always first and second chair they were chairs oh I was usually third chair which I mean ultimately I was fine with um I like my my parts but so when it and less came pressure.
0: to this uh this uh sleigh ride situation you got very oh, competitive. i was like i, I can win. yeah 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 you're like i'll play it usually just chill but now i'm into this
1: but again like it was ev- it was it was in every holiday concert 100 always there and it was like the coveted solo oh, you so got i was like it. i'm so proud boom. of you snatch i'm not surprised that you did i'm not I surprised snatched that solo. At. snatching Aww. trophies yeah and how about you my what
0: oh my favorite christmas favorite song christmas. um well i love my favorite christmas album of all time when i was a youngin was brenda lee's christmas album mm. there was a very specific one they've so now good. re-released a bunch of different ones and the tracks are all in different orders and Don't it upsets it. me tremendously but um that i also love i know i'm picking albums but it's because songs are too hard the um uh sharon jones and the dap kings uh we love that album here. Y'all, this it house.
1: sounds like it was made in the 70s. Which is why but I it love like it so not, much. What's the name it was of like it? Last,
0: is it Eight Days of... No, Eight, no.
1: Eight Days of Hanukkah is one of the tunes. That's one of the
0: songs, but what's the... We're going to look it up right now, because I want y'all to go get this album, except for the, of course the internet's running very slow. Of course.
1: Now, I'm pretty sure it's it's like it's holiday time or something. Or like something. party over
0: here or something but like...
1: just look, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Um... And it really has become, like, probably one of our favorite Christmas albums, like, of all time. Because it's just so much fun. And it is on... It's a holiday soul party. That's the name of it. We were kind of right. You said something
0: like, it's a holiday. And I said, it's a party over here. So, it's a holiday soul party. Sharon Jones and the Dab Kings. It is phenomenal. It is fire. It's
1: literally... It's so much fun.
0: Uh, But, hey, do you... (laughs) wait do you know there's another my current like my most like in the last like five year releases of christmas Mm -hmm. albums kylie minogue's
1: christmas album oh no she does she it's
0: like it's one of my favorite things and then also rupaul's first christmas album called ho 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 how dare you? How dare. Um, is one of my all time favorite Christmas albums. Uh, and the ones that she's released since are good, but I like that first original Christmas album. Little Michelle Visage is up on it. He does Hard Candy Christmas. Hard Candy Christmas, uh, really a musical theater song, but still one of my favorite Christmas songs. We could go on and on and we on. Go, we really could. Um, but really, we just wanted to hop on. Hop on. And give you the little on this mini sleigh solo. ride of
1: a. Oh. a <laughs> <laughs> this sleigh ride of an episode. You're welcome.
0: Oh. It's pretty good. Where's the? do we have where's Benson's color a little jingle. Oh jingly, no I've,
1: I took it off for the recording. Ah. But.
0: Uh, anyway so I wanted to talk about uh, cookbooks because <gasps> uh, that's what we do that's here so at Keep crazy. on Cooking. Isn't that crazy? That is brazen.
1: That is um, so brazen of you.
0: Because today you still have like a week left to shop for the holidays and books are a great thing to send in the mail to people and because we're all having a different Christmas this year uh, David and I will actually be spending it just with each other we're not able to go see family because of this covid we're gonna keep it small Um, small and
1: simple in our new condo
0: in our new condo that and uh we've uh hemorrhaged so much money over the last uh couple months making the condo happen that we were like we're probably just gonna stay put exactly and eat peanut butter and jelly
1: oh but you know i'm okay with that yeah (laughs) i am too (laughs) 100. We'll make
0: it like a festive peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, maybe like some nutmeg or like... Toast the bread a little Dip bit. it in
1: like vegan eggnog.
0: Yeah, a little sprinks of cinnamon. Mm-hmm.
1: Which, by the way, if Silk or anybody who knows uh, anybody from David's Silk... David's an eggnog I freak. I can't. I'm an eggnog freak, vegan eggnog freak, and it's so hard to find the Silk eggnog, and it's probably my favorite. It is your the favorite. Is the he's best,
0: but he gets very picky with it. I I'm actually like it's cool Califia you're fine and he's like No, Califia's no,
1: great. Must... No, Califia's great. If uh, I, I can't agree with you Silk is it. a better. But silk to me has like the consistency like damn. I'm not worried
0: about either one of you sponsoring this. Y'all doing your own thing looking for followers uh, uh Instagram people with That's a right. trillion followers like a and I'm not one of them. So wow. I'm not worried. I'm going to say I like the fine. silk one over the Califia one. Sorry about it. Uh, anywho, but honestly, if you're looking for a vegan eggnog, both will do. They're both, both delicious actually. So don't shy away from that. Uh, but Hey, we wanted to just give you like my top 10, uh, vegan gifting cookbooks. Uh, so these are books that you can give to people who either are vegan are thinking about veganism. You know, they're just curious about it. Um, or they've been veteran vegans for a long time, whatever. They're just nice gifts. I think they, they round out people's vegan cookbook collections or cookbook collections if they just happen to be a Stella Cook. Or a new cook. So here we go. You'll see why I'm saying all those things. Um, And this is in no particular order. Okay, don't get a twist. Yeah, some of them are love that I love for a long time. Some that I just. uh, Some of them are books I just met uh, in the last uh, year while starting to do this podcast. So here we go. The first one is Vegan Baking for Beginners. Yeah, by J L Fields. J L, hey girl. Hey girl. Uh, Here's what I love about this book. It is really. It is exactly what it says it's going to be. Vegan Baking for Beginners. I cooked several things out of this uh when we had her on the podcast. You can go check out the episode where we talk all about the book if you want to know more about it. And she really uh this is like her seventh book. So she has honed it in on like getting it right and tight for the home cook. So when you're doing something for a beginner, that's like fantastic to have somebody running the ship who really knows how to like pinpoint things and make a recipe tight so that it's foolproof for fool? Foolproof or foolproof?
1: foolproof
0: foolproof i'm every time i'm like wait what is that so it's foolproof for the person i want to say foolproof i feel like feel like I saying know. fool is rude foolproof is the same mm-hmm. thing so that it's 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 doable for anybody doable for anybody is basically so that's number one vegan baking for beginners by jl fields i think it's a perfect book for anybody who likes baking uh, anybody who's a beginner at baking or anyone who is good at baking but is curious about vegan baking, it's a really good gift for them. Sweet and Salty by Lagusta Yearwood. Yes, Ooh, we made some yes. uh, truffles from there, remember?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um,
0: delicious truffles. Delucious. And of course, we've eaten lots yes. of uh, Lagusta stuff from confectionery in New York City. And it is
1: Lagusta? It is Lagusta, yes. Hmm. Interesting. Most people probably think Lagusta.
0: Oh, honey, trust believe. So we have her on the podcast <laughs> later on, and uh, I was... I knew it was Lagusta, but I'd always said Lagusta. So I was very nervous and she emailed me and she like clarified. She's like, just so you know, it's Lagusta. And she like spelled it out for me. I was like, actually, thank you so much. She goes, it happens to everyone all the time. But, uh, this book, Sweet and Salty, it reads like an actual, like a beautiful memoir. I cried when I read the introduction. I like, I was kind of a mess reading it on the couch and I was like, what's happening to me? Um, And you get insight into, of course, Lagusta's luscious and confectionery and all the things that she does in her business, but also the inside stories of some of these things. But you just get a great look at somebody who's been doing chocolate and sweets, right? For a really long time, and who isn't afraid to take a risk and mix things together. Um, And this is sort of her greatest hits in this book. So it's really, really cool. Um, So yeah, check it out. It's Sweet and Salty by LaGustia. It just came out this last year, I believe, if not the year before. Um, So it's fairly new, but it really is for somebody who wants to like dive into the candy world uh, and really just get just get into it like it's not for the shy person and it's a great book next one is power plates by Jenna Hamshaw of the full helping Hamshaw uh, Hamshaw as in the fullhelping. com uh, she's just a gem of a person and it shines through in her book and it's not a health book but it is a healthful book in that it offers up plates that are satiating and full of all the things you need: a carbohydrate, a protein, a vegetable. She makes sure you're covered in all areas, and she her recipes aren't really pedestrian. They sort of uh, she's very creative with her recipes, uh, so it's a fun book like that the recipes are all very accessible and it's functional in terms of like, it's great for your body and how you feel when you're eating. So I I love it in, in that aspect. And it's also for somebody who just has a, it's, it's from somebody who has a joy of food. Um, and I think for people who also find joy in food, uh, while also trying to eat whole balanced meals. So the power plates book by Jenna Hamshaw. Next one, uh, David, I'm gonna see if you can guess. I don't know if you looked at this sheet, did you? Mm-mm. So it's one of Chloe Coscarelli's books. I'm Ooh. curious if you can decide which one I picked. Ooh.
1: I would say either Chloe Flavor or like the original, like Italian.
0: Well, so the Italian's the third book. So which one it? which one do you think it is? Flavor or Italian?
1: Mm. I think flavor it's italian nah, honey dang it now listen they're both
0: they're both fantastic they but let me tell you why i chose the italian one the italian one is so expansive and gives you a really great uh it's for that person who's not afraid to get into carbs right so you got pizzas you got pastas you got breads you got all sorts of delicious things garlic knots breadsticks you also have some salads in there if you're trying to get some salads in. you can do that too um but really great flat breads and pizzas and also that pasta this is the main reason i chose it david and i have traveled the country as we've talked about many times in musical theater and when we were traveling on and off together like what six years ago four years ago mm-hmm. we would you know often stay at friends houses across the country we i was like oh let's make them a meal let's make a vegan meal um And we always made the garlic bowtie pasta. Always, always, Always. hands down, made the garlic bowtie pasta because we were like, we know that's going to be a crowd pleaser. And every single time without fail, everyone was like, I want seconds. I want the recipe, yada, yada, yada. And then we'd always like sometimes buy the cookbook and then like send it to them after. Mm -hmm. But um, one thing we did, though, it's got mushrooms in it. And we would sub out because David's not a mushroom fan. I'm
1: getting there, everybody. I know. Hey, everybody, calm down. Calm down! I can hear the hate. No, send us your
0: hate letters. Right now, don't hate, but send us your dislike letters for David not liking uh, mushrooms. I have tried. You need to In
1: every decade, I have tried, or every five years, I have tried. Because we're ninety-two. Because I get it, but like it's it's really a a texture thing.
0: No, that's you've gotten better, and actually, actually,
1: oh, and you're the the shiitake.
0: But guess what book that shiitake bacon is in.
1: <laughs> the Italian. Chloe's Italian kitchen.
0: Yeah. So, listen. Uh, this book got David eating mushrooms. Look at that. But Sorry. then I go back to say, in this garlic pasta, it did have mushrooms in it. We took them out and would put in field roast sausage, which is great for non vegans. Yeah. Uh, when you're my stepdad, like, so, oh,
1: ooh, ah, a hard, uh, hard person to please if there's mm-hmm. not like meat in it he really really liked it yeah and my mom too so
0: uh chloe's italian kitchen one of my favorites of course any book by chloe coscarelli is going to be a pleaser at christmas to give as a gift uh christmas or any holiday we're saying christmas because that's what david and i celebrate but whatever you're celebrating by all means buy the gift give it it's the the season of giving the next one is by the queen isa chandra moskowitz oh (laughs) my gosh which one could i have picked i picked isa does it she's got many many cookbooks as we all know and i'm sure you've got one on your shelf right right now, dear listener. But I chose Issa Does It because it... I was told it was like a greatest hits of hers. Um, I don't know if that's true. Uh, because I feel like... They're, to me, they seemed like all brand new recipes. I could be wrong. Either way, uh, it's a beautiful book full of great pictures. Of course, her tongue-in-cheek wit uh, is expected. But the recipes... There was a time I was cooking from this book in New York for private clients constantly. Like, I just had a list of private clients where the meals from this book really hit the spot. Um there's like a a pizza bowl in there that I remember I really loved, a beef and broccoli bowl that's in there that I really loved. Uh just there's there's a big bowls chapter there's lots of stuff with bowls clearly as I'm saying this right now but it really is just a satiating hearty book there's lots of hearty foods in it i think that's where that glam chowder is from that i really love um so it's just great title. lots of great stuff in there and of course isa's the queen so it's a great book but it's also thick like an encyclopedia so this is like a good good gift like somebody that you really want to get a nice nice vegan cookbook for um and uh oh that just reminds me i know what i'm gonna get somebody right now <laughs> Anyway, uh, I had to write it down, folks. Write your gifts down so you don't forget them. Uh, but Issa Does It by Issa Chandra Moskowitz. It's just full of all the goodies you want it to be full of. Um, and it's great for a cook of any level, which is one of the things that I love about that, too. Because it, it seems overwhelming because you're getting this big, hard, thick book. But then you open it and, like, every recipe is accessible. I just had to stop David from being what? dirty. Uh, what? I saw your eyebrows perk up when I said big, thick book. Ooh mr Rossetti, please sorry. all right so the next one is don't be sorry never be sorry i won't i love you just the way you are uh the next one is the homemade vegan pantry <gasps> by yes. Miyoko shinner yeah
1: another queen another
0: uh, queen another goddess oh she'd be like a dame a dame the dame, dame of the Miyoko vegan world shinner. she is Phenomenally vegan, as she might say. Ooh, I did a pretty good Miyoko. That was good. That. Uh, so if you go to that episode one, voice. that jazzy voice that she had from being a jazz singer. Uh, if you go to episode one, we've got Miyoko on there. She talks all about the homemade vegan pantry, and this book. Listen, I I wouldn't. I guess you could give it to anybody of all cooking levels, but I think it's for somebody who's been vegan for a while who has now reached the stage where they want to make a bunch of staples on their own cuz you can make like ketchup, you can ma- I think you can make tofu on your own in there. I've never done it, but I believe there's a recipe in there for it. Uh barbecue sauce, ribs from scratch. That's what the ribs.
1: Oh, I've done the, the ribs. The I've done the many, many ribs times. like three or
0: I mean Oh my gosh, way more than
1: that. I, yeah. than that. I mean, maybe the I like ha- Oh yeah, I've made, whatever, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. they're guys they're are so good. They're delicious. And like you grill them up and mm-hmm. it, they're just perfect. It's the perfect. I feel like
0: I've perfect. made them, I'm not going to say every 4th of July since I've gotten the book, but at least a couple 4th of, of July for, for sure. sure. Um, she also has a chowder in there that I absolutely love. She's got uh, fab cakes in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's mixes in there, like brownie mixes and chocolate cake mixes. There's a macaroni and cheese powder mix. So like it really does give you, an essential sort of look at uh, creating things for your pantry, that's exactly cool. like it says, the homemade vegan pantry. So, while I do think it can be for cook of any level, I I I tend to want to push it towards the person who is maybe getting to the place where they they really want to like put make their own uh, staples and see what's in there, every ingredient that's in their food. Uh, it's but it can be great for everyone. It's again, it's another quality sturdy book like uh isa does it so uh the homemade vegan pantry by miyoko shinner all right the next one is bake and destroy Mm. by natalie slater i think it's uh the tagline is like junk food for i can't remember something for bad vegans or healthy food for bad... bad no, junk food for bad, f- good good, food for bad vegans. Good maybe. food for bad vegans, maybe? Good food for bad vegans. I don't vegans. know. We probably have it wrong. Natalie, if you're listening, I uh, don't have the book in front of me. It's on the shelf out in the kitchen. But you can uh, shout out and let everyone know what that tagline is because it's good. But before uh, you do that and shout at me, let me just tell you why I love this book. It is... Uh, if you there's a Natalie Slater episode that we have, you can go listen hear all about it. But there's pizza muffins, there's stuffing muffins, there's a green bean casserole pizza, there's pink Twinkies, if I fruit punch Twinkies if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, there's all sorts of I David's want, face I right those now. Those like yesterday. Well, let's make them on Christmas. Pu- could would they be Twinkies? Uh, they have a title that's not pink Twinkies. Ah! Well,
1: Natalie, before, when you re release the book, you can say. Poinkies. Poink. Poinkies. poinkies. Can I have a poinkie, <laughs> please? <laughs> Can I have a poinkie, please? <laughs> poinkie, please Can
0: poinkie, I have a poinkie, please? Okay. Uh, David. Sorry. See what I I deal with every day? I love it. Lucky me. Poinky Poinkie, please. Uh, There's also her banana French toast uh, cupcakes in there that she won a contest with. And uh, just lots of really tasty stuff. A barbecue salad that I love very much. Uh, This is for somebody who likes to have fun with their food. Uh, So if you've got a fun person in your life, which I hope you all do, this is the book for them. Uh, Bacon Destroy by Natalie Slater. Uh, It just gets really creative. It was uh, Epic Vegan before my little brain ever thought of having an Epic Vegan. I saw it after I started, after my book came out, started started writing it. She reached out at one point and was like, I think we have the same food brain. And then I started looking into her stuff more in her book. And I was like, oh my gosh, Uh, because it really is a lot of crazy, awesome combinations. So it really is for people that like to have fun with their food. So if you're boring and you don't like to have fun with your food, this book's not for you. Bacon Destroy by Natalie Slater. Next, moving on to Eat Like You Give a Damn by Michelle Schweigman and Josh Houghton, who own uh, Herbivore Clothing in Portland, Oregon. Listen, here's the deal. I just got this book maybe four months ago. (laughs) There is a kale salad in there. And Michelle's on the podcast later on. There's an episode with her coming out later on where we'll talk all about the book. But to me, this book is for someone who just went vegan Uh, and is trying to make the basics. It covers there's like five or six different scrambles, uh, tofu scrambles, so it gives you variations on that. This kale salad that David explained to people my love of this kale salad. Yeah,
1: I I think we had that kind of every night for like a week. I had it tonight. Yeah, it's the.
0: it was on your plate when you came home, but you were like, Oh, I had dinner. Already. It's so delicious. I was like, I don't eat that later. Cause it's delicious. And I will inhale it. Yes. Best kale salad I've ever had. There were some, uh, uh, oat bars that I made from there. Super delicious. So like, really, it's just like a nice rounded cookbook, easy, accessible recipes, uh, potentially for someone who's just becoming vegan and wants to eat like they give a damn. So eat like you give a damn by Michelle Schwegman and Josh Hooten. Um, but I Could Never Go Vegan by Christy Turner. I knew
1: that was going to be on here. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Y'all. Christy Turner. I love this book so much. Uh, it really is just written by somebody who used to say, But I, would, I could never go vegan. And it shows because the recipes are made for the carnivore, basically, uh, in terms of that they're satiating, they're hearty. And her point was to be like, No, you can still have all these things. Look at this. You just don't have to do it with animals. Um, So it's really great in that aspect. Uh, Lots of delicious things, lots of cheeses that you can make in there. Miyoko's book has that too, by the way, The Homemade Vegan Pantry. Lots of cheeses in there. But this But I Could Never Go Vegan has lots of cheeses. There's pizza. There's a deep dish pizza that I love in there. Uh, there's some tempeh dishes that I absolutely love. There's a maple glazed tempeh in there that I, I really, really love. So again, a well-rounded book. This is great for somebody just going vegan or even for someone who's been vegan for a long time. I got this book after I had been vegan for probably eight years and it quickly became in a heavy rotation in my kitchen. Oh, that has the, Ooh, it might not Her One of her books, she has two books, but I can never go vegan. And, but my family would never eat vegan. One of them has cheese stuffed meatballs. Can't recommend mm-hmm. them enough. They're delicious. I'm sure on, on uh, line you can see the table of contents and see which one has the cheese stuffed meatballs. But I'm suggesting to you the But I Could Never Go Vegan Cookbook by Christy Turner. And last but certainly not least, we have the new book, the newest book that I've gotten, actually, in terms of what I've been cooking from lately. Uh, and I just had them on the podcast. Uh about a month ago and this episode will be out in 2021 but it's the friendly vegan cookbook by tony okamoto and michelle kane just a really fun great book uh i love that it's called the friendly vegan cookbook it's both of them on the cover all smiling happy being friends and they truly are like best buddies uh which we learn in the interview later on when we have their episode out but um it's full of all the things you want it to have in terms of like you know, it's got a, a, a pot pie that I made that was absolutely delicious. Oh, that so was good. Super tasty. I'm actually probably going to make little pot pie versions of it this week for the team at work. Uh, so it's got this pot pie that's amazing. A macaroni and cheese we made that's also very tasty, easy to make. Uh, donuts. Ooh, this is the one I made those donuts oh, from. Yeah, those... Oh, speaking of donuts, also JL's book, Vegan Baking for Beginners, there's some amazing chocolate donuts in this. Yeah. This one has some easy bake uh, vanilla donuts with different options for the toppings that i made also super easy delicious so lots of great things i think this one is truly a terrific one for a beginning uh beginner vegan because they both their brands are sort of very great at uh talking to people who are just new to veganism and this book is no exception when it comes to that but of course like with any of these if someone's been vegan for a while
1: i these books just want to switch it up yeah these new ideas exactly these
0: books all offer a great place on anyone's cookbook shelf if you're just looking to get somebody a little something new and you wanted to give them uh some new ideas to cook with so it's the friendly vegan cookbook by tony okamoto and michelle kane a really really fantastic book and it's quality it's it's thick it's got great photos and um Oh, that and they're pot so pie. cute. I just turned to that Popeye again. Yeah, they are so cute. Oh, yeah. a really tasty fettuccine Alfredo up in mm-hmm. this guy too. So 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 good. Uh, so great stuff. Great stuff. And that's my ten books, you guys. That you well, wait,
1: should. Well, wait. You you missed one. That was ten. Well, at least for me. What the one and only is going to be. Epic Vegan quick and easy, and you oh. can pre-order it right now, folks, out of all these books. Uh, let me tell you, folks, I was the unofficial and official taste tester of all his hard work coming up in this new book. And uh, it is, you know, third time is definitely going to be the charm for this one, because it's, um, it's so good. It takes kind of what you love from like Epic Vegan, and it just really and not that epic vegan wasn't accessible but like it just really strips it down and and it's still complex flavors and it's still all this stuff that you know i've come to love about your your cooking but it's just i don't know the every detail was combed over and it quick and easy makes it sound like he might have done less work but that is not oh true my gosh, at no. all um it actually might have done more work I mean, because he just wanted to make them.
0: I go bananas when I'm writing. A he cookbook. really does. That is the truth. So but it's,
1: it's some delicious stuff in that. So that's that's, that's let me look on my list. Oh, that's the only one on my list. you're
0: an angel and I love you to pieces. Um, pre-order. Pre-order So now. yeah, my, my new book, Epic Vegan Quick and Easy, is out for pre-order. I will say all the books I just mentioned to you now are actually out and available now. So you can gift them, a gift in hand for Christmas. Um, and speaking of that, I do want to bring up my first book, The Simply Vegan Cookbook. It is a fantastic book for beginner vegans. It was written for that purpose. Every recipe is about seven to 10 ingredients, if that. And every recipe takes about a half hour to make, if not less. And every recipe has two variations on it. So that means there's 450 recipes in the book total. It's usually priced at around $12, uh, depending on where you buy it, of course. So it's called The Simply Vegan Cookbook. It really is, it's my first book, And I hold it near and dear uh, because I wrote it with the intention to help people go vegan and take the intimidation factor out. And I've I've been very touched at the messages I get from people who say it's done just that. So if you have someone in your life who's curious about going vegan, it's the perfect introduction for them. Or if yourself, you just want to get something new because it does like they all do you know it inspires new new things to do different ways to cook um because for me it, the purpose of it was to make a, a well-rounded book that could be for anybody uh but really if someone's new to veganism i would hand that book the simply vegan to them so you guys that's there we go the jam that's the sleigh ride yeah that's Ooh, the sleigh ride i over. mean this mini up mini soda ended up being like a it's like a half hour that's not so bad oh my gosh we're like a sitcom yeah, well like a sitcom. Hey. Uh, anyways, y'all, we love you so much. Thank you yes. so much for listening. Thank you so happy much for rolling with you. Whatever you celebrate. Subscribing. Yes, yeah, say it yeah. again, dear. I yeah, was happy, talking over. No, no, no. You.
1: Happy holidays. We you know, we celebrate with you. Whatever you celebrate, we celebrate Christmas. But
0: um Yeah, we're all uh, trying to be festive and merry. It's a weird, weird year for everyone. So be safe. Uh, and happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas if it's your thing. And uh, you know, Come back, you know, with... and
1: for Christmas, rate, review, and subscribe oh. for us. <laughs> or Hanukkah, uh, or
0: put a little bell One on thing? our Apple Tunes, Apple iTunes, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcast. Yeah. Uh yeah. All right, all, all right. right. Now. Listen, keep on cooking, and remember, it's nice to be nice. This has been a Muzzy Cap production. <laughs>